Hi, and welcome to Authentically ADHD with me, your host, Carmen Irace. I am a teacher, a life coach, a lifelong learner, and an ADHDer. I created this podcast to create community, to create a place for us to learn together as the newest research comes out about this complex neurodevelopmental disorder. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, friend, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad that you decided to join me today. Do you put things off? Yeah, me too. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Procrastination and how to stop. So let's get started. So I do want to start off by saying that in the show notes, there is a little freebie productivity guide that I made and shout out to my coach, Kristen Carter, because procrastination has become something that I, that I can manage. Um, I believe that procrastination is a huge, huge part of ADHD because of our our inability to initiate tasks. Um, at least that's true for me. What about you? It's super relatable, right? Like I have been on a growth journey for almost five years and a lot of it has been centered around me and my ADHD and I still procrastinate all the time. Like, it's still something I often catch my brain trying to, you know, really fool me by completing a task that, like, probably needs to be done at some point, but has nothing to do with the actual goal. Um, For example, instead of writing my podcast outline, I vacuum or do the dishes or some laundry. This is something referred to as buffering or progressivity. Identifying when you're doing this is super helpful when you're working with like overcoming procrastination. Now, I want to make this very, very clear. I am not saying that if you like do these things that all of a sudden you will like never procrastinate again. You'll just like be more aware and able to identify when it's happening. So you can shift back to what you were doing. ADHD or not, procrastination is a human behavior. We will procrastinate. It's just something that's going to happen. I feel that for ADHDers, it's a lot different because um, the way that most of us grew up, whether we were diagnosed or not, ADHD has a major stigma in America of a lazy person that does nothing or a hyperactive person who literally has the attention of a gnat. While these are funny, you know, depictions on TV shows, 
it really perpetuates that ADHD is not a complex neurodevelopmental disorder. And if you've listened to this long enough, you know how complex it really is. Hi friend, do you struggle with ADHD? Are you looking for a fabulous community to join to learn more about your ADHD and give be given strategies, courses, and a coach? You should join Focused. Head to my show notes and click that link and we both get a credit to our account. You get money off, I get money off, and Lord knows ADHDers need to save money. So head to that link if you want to join today. So I want you to think about it. What is the last thing that you procrastinated? Are you procrastinating something right now? Why? How was productivity acknowledged in your home growing up? Was it at all? Was it the only thing that you were praised for? Did you not get noticed for it at all? Do you identify with being a perfectionist? Why or why not? Those questions are very useful to answer. And then think back through what like came to mind when I asked the questions. I bet at least one feeling came up. And if so, it wasn't very comfortable. See, we avoid these things that make us feel uncomfortable emotions because our brains are trying to protect us. Remember, they think that unsafe things like uncomfortable emotions are like actually threatening our life. And on top of that, we have an inability or a less of an ability um, to know how to properly manage our emotions. I've said this many times before, and it bears repeating, ADHD is not a deficit in attention. Ask me how I know. I have plenty of attention. Believe me, I'll say it again. I have plenty of attention. It's regulating all the moving parts that's hard. The task, the time, the thoughts, the steps, following through to the end, without getting too distracted, while feeling emotion that's intense and uncomfortable, with a lower functioning verbal and nonverbal memory, while scheduling around all other activities, while making sure you meet your basic needs like eating, drinking, and going to the bathroom. I could go on and on and on, but I feel a little overwhelmed already just saying this and sitting here. But this is something, a little bit what it feels like. To have an ADHD brain. It, it's, it's just how it is. So we went over why we procrastinate and why for ADHD, anxiety, and the tendencies of such um, make it harder. So how can we start to manage our procrastination? First, treat your ADHD 
friend, whatever that looks like for you. Then meet your basic needs. Have you eaten? Have you drinking water? Have you had some coffee? Have you, you know, moved your body? What have you done today? Did you shower? What is on your basic needs list? Next, and I know you're not going to be thrilled about this one, but have I failed you yet? Write down your emotions about the task. Now, have more than one task? This is another obstacle for people with ADHD. Decision making. <laughs> All of the decisions. We tend to make them moral and it's, it's, not a, it's not a great thing. We tend to moralize our decisions. Right, wrong, which task should I do? Which thing should I choose? What color should it be? Demoralize the decisions. I don't like to constrain down to one task, but I like getting my work done. And when I constrain down to one, I am more likely to follow through to completion. And then I'm more likely to do another task and then also follow through to completion. So next, get simple. Don't just write down like workout or write paper. Literally write down all the steps from getting your water and your snacks and sitting down at your desk or pre-workout to showering or like, you know, getting all your stuff ready to write your paper to printing it out or turning it in because our time blindness can deceive our brains. We sometimes forget how long things really take and how many steps there really are, etc. Let me remind you of the problematic positive thought. I have plenty of time for this. It won't take that long. Because <clears throat> we're forgetting half the steps that it takes. <laughs> then, a step that really helps me is writing down all of my obstacles. What will get in my way? What is hard? What might we need what might I need help with and who needs to help who can help <clears throat> do I need to delegate anything write down all of your problems and obstacles again this is laid out in the little freebie guide that I've made for you in the show notes so write all of the answers to each obstacle this way when you get you can't get like super sidetracked by the obstacle because the answer is right there and you've already mapped out the solution. Seriously, when my coach taught me that this next step, I had some emotions because ADHDers tend to have a hard time with it. Schedule it. Actually, in a calendar, on paper, however you schedule Gave you a little spot for that, too. Wherever you schedule your tasks. I know the drama of scheduling. It's real. I struggle every day with it. But when I don't schedule my day, I find myself shaming and blaming and spinning and etc. So just try. Schedule it. Just, just try. I swear it works. Then... 
write down any other thoughts or emotions that you have. And then you could use that paper too for all of your ideas, thoughts, and like tasks or distractions that come into your brain and anything else that your sneaky brain comes up with to distract you from the task at hand. Or you can use my other technique, which is a distraction notepad that sits there for all of my brain's distracting ideas and reminders and thoughts. It's actually an awesome tool to use when I'm brainstorming. Little hack there. Notice that we haven't even gotten to the actual doing of the task. That's not the hard part. You'll get into the flow if you use the freebie guide I created and you really listen to what I said, it will guide you through the steps of making a choice, getting all your thoughts and emotions about the said task out of your head and onto paper. Your brain is not a file cabinet. It does not need to look like mine at school, shoved full of papers and God knows what. It will clear your head it will guide you through writing your obstacles and all the solutions to the obstacles. And then a spot to write out the steps, break it down even further, and schedule it out. I even included the model so you can self-coach when you need to. I've been in deep, deep personal development for years and I still procrastinate. I am validating you right now. Procrastination is something that happens. It's if you judge yourself for it though, it's not going to do any good. We are humans, not robots. This is a human behavior and shame and guilt will always lead to avoiding and procrastination in some way, shape, or form. Which is why managing your thoughts and emotions is so important. That's why I say this all the time. It's how we create our results, our reality, and our life. So, I hope that this episode was super valuable and super useful to you because I know that procrastination is real and I really wanted to give some concise advice about it because I've been procrastinating quite a few things in my life, Um, money being one of them. And, you know, I'm just going to overshare a little bit on this podcast. I'm still trying to move out of my parents' house. So if you think that I'm like some hot chat person, like... I am just sharing my knowledge. I am a life coach, a preschool special education teacher, and an ADHDer, just like you, listener. I have anxiety, I have seasonal depression, and I manage, just like you. We are human. We aren't robots. Remember that. You're worthy no matter what you do or don't get done today. That's all I have for now, friends. Stay authentic. Talk to you soon.